Hey, hey, thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Adam Benzman, and welcome to the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel, your number one resource for free roofing sales training on YouTube and your go-to listen for when you're out driving in your truck, needing some inspiration on how to market yourself, generate leads, overcome objections, and get more sales. If you'd like to join the Roof Strategist Insiders and get a free copy of my ebook, Three Tricks to Get to the Kitchen Table, and get emails every Tuesday with new episode notifications, insider tips, tricks, and the occasional lives that I do, head on over to www.roofstrategist.com and sign up right now for free. That's all, and let's hop right into this week's episode. Hey, hey, everybody, Adam to the Roof Strategist, and welcome to today's video, how to approach commercial roofing sales. I'm sure you're noticing something maybe a little different. Yesterday, I donated all my hair to a kiddo who's going to need it more than me. So new look, new videos, happy people. Let's jump right into today's video. Now, listen, this video came requested by Luis, along with a number of other people. How do you approach commercial roofing sales, and how are they different than approaching residential sales. And the main difference is this. Residential is highly personal because it's someone's home and commercial is strictly business. So in today's video, I'm gonna talk about the types of commercial properties, the strategy to approach them, and then how to close them. And before we jump in, a couple of quick things I wanna update you on. Coming into this commercial side, it was a growing request more and more how do we sell commercial? How do we sell commercial? And inside the updated and expanded marketing battle pack, which is now 70 plus pages, I am including a lot of material that's going to help you bring this stuff to life. Now, is it required for success? Absolutely not. You will learn a new strategy and a takeaway on every single video of mine that you watch, whether you're tuning in live here on the video, whether you're listening to podcasts, or whether you're watching a replay. But you'll see I've included a commercial marketing bundle with direct mail. Same for property management companies, church marketing, and some other outreach for uh, uh, realtors and such, which can help, especially with commercial properties. Now, what I want to talk about today, and by the way, last thing on that, the marketing battle pack was released this Tuesday. I'm running a flash sale to help everybody get their hands on this. And that sale extends through next Tuesday. So I've got a few more days left, and you can get $50 off in instant access. So pop on over. Check that out. Anyone who's already a customer, check your inbox. I sent an updated link for free to get this in your hands. Now let's jump in. Commercial properties. Listen, there's a few different types of commercial properties. First, we've got actual, let's just call them um, industrial. We have retail spaces and business. So kind of here's three different little categories, for example, of the different types. So industrial, when we, when we say types, Every business that you approach for sale to sell a roof, especially some roofs, can be very different, right? And an industrial building might be massive. So we worked on an industrial building that was, was actually right before I joined the company. Um, a major corporation that you know is a plant in Ohio, and the facility was gargantuan. Those roofs, there's a lot more moving parts. You have to be really equipped, very equipped to handle them, are going to be Typically flat roofs, not typically, very frequently flat roofs. Uh, we also have retail spaces. These are shopping centers. For example, shopping centers, strip malls, those are a hot place 
to find commercial sales. And then we have businesses, general standalone businesses. I'll give you an example. A family member of mine owns a dental practice. He also owns the building of the dental practice. So that would be a commercial business. They're large buildings. So you have one owner, retail spaces, which might be an expansive space. I also corresponded with someone because I worked also on one, schools, private schools, public schools. Um, so there are different types of commercial properties to go after. And every single one of them is going to have very unique needs. And again, I said this in the beginning of the video, residential is hyper-personal. This is someone's home, right? Now, people, when they deal in their own home, everything is an emotional decision. On a commercial property, it's business, okay? So when you start thinking about what those differences are between the two, a, a business, commercial business, needs what, right? So again, in the battle pack, whether you have it or not, I focus on the difference between needs and desires. Now, what a business owner wants is what? They want to save money and they want limited or no interruption. Okay? This is very different than what a homeowner wants. A homeowner wants to feel comfortable. They want to feel confident, right? There's a lot stronger of a drive about protecting my home, keeping my property safe, keeping my family or my pets safe. They want someone that's going to stand behind it, right? Money, of course, everyone is concerned about money. But with commercial properties, they want to save money. And they want to have limited to no interruption. This is a huge selling point. And I'm going to talk on this here in a minute, tie this back in to the pitch and the closing strategy. All right. So um, the strategy to approach these, now that we know the different types, we, it, it will help you to know the type as you approach them. Because if you've never done flat roofing or you're not equipped to you know, crew to it, you don't want to go chasing jobs that you can't fulfill. Because there's nothing worse than selling a job and trying to find crews to fulfill it after the fact. Believe me, we've been down this road. It, it's tough. Now, some other guys are going to say, just go do it, figure it out later. That's that. Can you? Absolutely. But it can also get you in a bit of a bind. All right. Um, now that you know kind of what how these different commercial properties and spaces fill out. I want to talk about the strategy to get in touch with them. All right. You can go uh, either direct, direct to them or through a relationship. Okay. Now let's talk about these two different avenues. Am I still on screen? We still are. That kind of cut off. Let me just say this. We got direct and then we got relationship. Okay. So these are two different avenues that you can use to get in touch with a commercial property. Okay, so direct is pretty obvious. What do you do for direct? You stop by, you cold call, you use direct mail, and you can use email. Inside the battle pack, again, you can get a discount if you grab by Tuesday. I just want to show you this because it's going to jog my memory on making sure I don't miss anything in today's video. So on the commercial marketing bundle, direct mail is super powerful. The right letter, the right message delivered to the direct business owner, to the address. Okay. You want to follow the cold calling script and you can usually get that contact information, especially if it's a business, then you can email the business directly. Okay. You can send a similar uh, message via email as you do in the mail. So there's what we call continuity messaging. Now people might say, Adam, why is there redundancy in some of the messaging? It's by design. If I send an email and someone might've thrown the letter out, or likewise, maybe they just delete the email, but they get the letter. I want to make sure that message gets across. That's why we have consistency in the messaging. Same with cold calling. What's up, man? Thanks for joining in. Um, I got your text message the other day. Go direct to the business. This will be industrial, retail spaces. You want to know who, who's owning or running the retail space. Watch my other video. There's a video where you can enter a property address okay, using the county property assessor page. When you enter the address, you're going to get a uh, 
report with all the tax records and who holds the deed. So you know that the owner's name or the LLC, whatever the company name and the company address. So if someone owns that business, but the, the owner lives elsewhere or maybe owns other businesses, you can use that to get in touch with them. So direct is fantastic. Next is through property management companies. That's through relationships. There's a couple of different angles on relationships that I'm going to dive into right now. And in fact, I'm going to start erasing some of this because these relationship sides are huge. If you are in this for the long game, which most of us are, if you're in this for the long game, relationships are huge. Okay. They will pay pay themselves back over and over and over again. And I'll give you an example. I developed a relationship with a um, new home builder and a remodeler, okay? He sent me on average per year, about $500,000 worth of work. That was to me personally when I was selling, okay? 500,000 from one relationship, not knocking doors, okay? Then I had an insurance agent, which we developed relationships with about three that were very, very strong. Those resulted in anywhere between 500 and 1 million in sales from referrals. So then these are the two direct ways. So again, the other one is property management companies, which I'm going to talk about right now. So when you deal with these outside relationships, you know that these folks have connections inside commercial properties. So how do you get in touch with them? Here's how. With the, with the property management marketing model, which again, run with this on your own if you want. You can grab my material if you want. The direct mail to a property management company. If a giant hailstorm hits, reach out to the property management companies. This stuff will help you do cold outreach to start some relationships. They are tough shells to crack. They're very tough. But when you get it in, what do they want? Okay. Again, focusing on needs and desires. What do they want? They want hands off. They don't want to deal with it and they want to look like a hero. Now, why do they want to look like a hero? Most people don't even talk about this. Property management companies want to look like a hero because they get paid by the business to take care of all the things the business doesn't want to take care of. So if you provide a hands off solution, help them look like a hero, you're going to win more business, more referrals, okay? Which I'm going to talk about here in more detail in a minute. So using, again, my material or yours, reaching out to property management companies is huge. Build those relationships. I got another email, Adam, it's been raining. Um, we haven't had any storm, any suggestions on what to do with downtime. Yes, here's what you do. Reach out to build these relationships. Reach out to property management companies. Plant those seeds now. I have it. There's another guy, uh, Jordan Harbinger, who runs a great podcast. And he says, dig the well before you need to drink the water, right? So it's the same idea of using this, the, the building those relationships with property management companies. So when it does hail your call number one, okay? All right. The other one is through insurance agents. I have expanded the insurance agent program in here based on request. And the request is this, how do I do cold outreach? Insurance agents have done other videos on. I want to give you some insights here. An insurance agent, what do they want? Okay, they want to look like a hero to their homeowner. They want a renewal. They want that homeowner very pleased with the insurance process. And they want an opportunity to sit down with that property owner. I keep saying homeowner, commercial property owner to revisit their insurance and hopefully add some things on. So when you reach out to insurance agents with specific messaging and say, hey, listen, we're working with this commercial property and Again, when you sign the deal, let's say you sign a commercial property. This applies to residential too, by the way. When you sign that property, get the insurance agent's name and contact info and reach out, introduce yourself. I have an entire pack of how to do that step-by-step -step with the with all the 
the emails, the letters, everything. When you do that, you just develop that relationship. Hey, we're serving a mutual customer. I want to make this as seamless as possible. I'm happy to provide updated photos for the policy because as you know, sometimes they're going to need more information to update the file for the policy to show newer shingles. Um, you know, especially as some policies turn ACV after a certain time, so it helps out. Plus the agent is super stoked because they can stay in touch with the homeowner throughout the process. You then come alongside as teams. Tara, thank you. If you've joined in late yesterday, which I'll have to show you a picture. I donated all of my hair to charity um, and I, I cut it off. My wife was kind enough to help. And for grins, everyone asks, can I see it down? That's how long my hair was. That's over my face, by the way. If you're, if you're listening to the podcast, you're not going to see it. So uh, anyway, she gone. So uh, who's this guy with the buzz cut? I know. I was like, who's this guy? It's going to be funny seeing the videos and the, and the, ch the change in the look. So back to the insurance agents before I get too far off topic. The insurance agents, when you develop this relationship and they feel like you're coming alongside on their team, anytime they get someone that reaches out, you are there to help out. And again, uh, if you haven't done it, click the link. You can download my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library. I have an entire section there on insurance agents and how to, to use that system. So you can go watch those videos. All right. So again, on that strategy, we, we have direct in the relationships. Those relationships include insurance agents and property management companies. Okay. The other one is realtors. So when you um, develop relationships with realtors, they might have commercial properties with a commercial agent, which by the way, that was another expanded uh, section of here was the realtors and home for sale. Now, most of the stuff that's in the pack for the realtor side was, was designed for residential. However, this cold outreach can be used for businesses as well because business brokers or yeah, business, business brokers and, and, and realtors who focus on commercial properties, there's a lot of... Um, they're slower, really high value deals, and they want to make sure they go through. So Dell says, I was going to say, oh my God, what happened to your hair? It looks great. And what a cool thing to do. Hey, my, my pleasure, Dallas. And I sent you an email, responded to you earlier, by the way, if you didn't already get it. So, um, all right, that is, that is that. So we've talked types of properties, the different angles. Again, we've got um, uh, individual business owners, strip centers, and then more industrial type facilities. We, I've also worked on schools and things like that. All right. Then we talked about strategy. You can go direct to them and then you can go through relationship building, which is so, so, so important. And a lot of that is available inside the updated expanded marketing battle pack, which you can get access to $50 off until Tuesday. So grab before that price goes back up to what it will be normally. All right. Um, by the way, it is priced for those that are, that are curious. It's $297. You are getting the normal price is 347. There's over 70 pieces in there. I have a 100% money back guarantee. You make one sale, the thing pays for itself two to 10 times. Uh, I got another letter from a guy saying, which I should have read, I didn't have it because I was scrambling today. He just sold a 43 square job uh, from a letter. And another guy said that he did over 2 million in sales from a letter last year before the update. So awesome stuff in there. And you're welcome to uh, grab a copy or take a look at what's all included on the new page. All right, let's talk closing. I want to talk about how to pitch, right? That's another big question, how to pitch. How do I pitch a commercial property to actually win the business? How to pitch. Now, we, we address the fact that, and thank you, Josh says that it was worth every penny. Awesome, Josh, thank you so much. I'm, uh, I'm glad to hear it. And uh, Rockford Siding and Windows, who by the way, I've talked with on the phone a few times, Tara's a new rep of theirs, just closed a 38K project, that is awesome. And I know we exchanged some text messages about those. Um, was it a condo complex or an HOA or something? I'd love an update. Tell me, tell me how that goes. 
Um, all right, so when you pitch a commercial property, especially maybe even an HOA, we need to focus a ton on what they want. They want hands off. Let me, you know what? I need to tell you a story. I wasn't planning on this, but I'm gonna tell you a story. I worked and I spearheaded a, an HOA. It was a, it was a, uh, an elder care home. By the way, Gavin, I saw the question, I'm gonna answer it in a second. They, they were, um, what was it? 18, no, I'm sorry, 12 massive buildings, three-story retirement community, okay? They want things safe. I had an old lady walk into one of our ladders. She walked into it, she bumped her head. They don't want that stuff to happen. We took care of it, but it was not a fun situation. That I tell you, all right? The other thing that they want to do is not have to deal with managing the installation. I had a gentleman who was a war veteran with severe PTSD and the sound of us starting work was not good. We ended up relocating get, uh, him into a new place through the process to keep him safe. You know, we're doing this building, but what about the entrance? What about parking? How do they communicate? How do they hang signs? When you take care of all that, that's how I won the, helped win the business on this one. It was actually one of our sales guys came in. I came in to help close the deal because he was out driving around. It's awesome one. And it was it was great. It was awesome that, that he brought it and then I helped kind of close that project and then and then fulfill it. And when we were working with them, I made sure I said, listen, I know this is a big decision to help win the business. We're going to take care of all the stuff that you would normally have to do. We're going to notify the all of the tenants because we don't want to disrupt tenants, whether it's business or tenants who are paying right to stay there. So we flagged and notified them with the letters. We put it up in the bulletin area. We sent the email out, We, which, by the way, was through them. We just provided it. We hung letters on all the doors. We notified them for parking, all the safety considerations. This job will start and be done within this time period. Then we move to this building. When you coordinate that for everybody, you look like a freaking pro and an expert. And it will help you out a ton. All right. So um, do when you pitch, it's important to appeal to what they want. They can choose any roofer. They know that. What they want to do is make sure that the job is seamless and done quickly. And last thing on that story, on this big, big project, we ended up getting, um, I, I think it was like eight of the roofs that were totaled. One of them was partial repair from the insurance. We went back and forth. Believe me, we tried. We pulled out every stop in the book. We couldn't get it done. They wanted a retail bid. Ours was higher than the next competitor. They chose the competitor because it saved them money. We were busting out 150 square roofs in a day. That's We loaded the crews on there. All right. That 150 square roof, when they use Chuck in a truck, took six weeks. I got a phone call after the first week. Adam, I wish we spent more money and went with your company. So when you talk, they want speed. They want minimal disruption. They want you to handle the whole process. They don't want to lose money. They do not want liability. Remember I told you about that, that lady bumping her head? I got a phone call from her, which is total silliness. Later on, she called to sue us, but not because she was actually hurt. It was two months later, she decided to move out of the property. She didn't realize that she was going to get a um, uh, early termination fee for her lease. So she talked to a lawyer, the lawyers. And then she said, yeah, I walked into a ladder. By the way, she was totally fine. She says, hey, they told me that I could sue you and I could sue the property. Will you pay my lease termination fee? Outright blackmailed us. Of course, we, you know, I didn't want our customer to be getting sued because of our ladder being set up. Doesn't look good. Bad situations. No one wants that. So again, minimal liability, minimal exposure. Do the project fast. Okay, coordinate everything and save them time. When you cater your pitch around that, it, you look like you're an ace in the commercial world. It's golden. All right, let me turn my attention here to the chat. Um, Rockford siding windows. If you haven't bought the pack, buy it now. You won't regret it. Awesome. Thank you, by the way. And then Gavin says, 
Question, with the uncertainty of a 100% commission job, I'm a little nervous starting this roofing sales job. How do you overcome those challenges and be so successful? Gavin, I'm going to touch on that at the end. And there's videos on the goals and motivation in my story of how I made that leap inside there. So take a look. Um, I, I share my story of how I, I fell into this and, and made it happen. But I'm going to touch on that just here a little bit at the end. All right. So when you cater the pitch, back, back to the, the commercial side, when you cater that pitch to exactly what they want, all of us, who are they going to choose? They could save a little bit of money, but if their in-house management guy needs to coordinate all the trades, then it's not like there's a lot of headache. There's a ton of headache, especially dealing with the insurance company. So how to pitch to these commercial properties is a few things. You need to let them know what they're in for. Guys, it's no secret that when you watch this channel, this is an educational consultative sales process. You need to educate them on what they're in for. They're always going to try to beat you up on price because that's what they care about. How can we get it done cheaper? How can we do it done cheaper? That's not the important part. It's not getting it done cheaper. Okay. So you need to educate them on coordination, that it's going to take a ton of time. You know, educate them on the supplement process. Because, by the way, I've yet to work on any commercial property that was settled properly out of the gate, period. It just doesn't happen. So supplement process, dealing with the insurance company. Okay. Um, managing crews in the install. My handwriting, I just was on a consulting session and someone said, man, your handwriting is worse than mine. <laughs> I know it's pretty bad. That's why I'm talking through it. Okay. And then we have staging. So coordinating is all of the things we don't think about. It's coordinating with everyone. It's the in-house staff on the commercial property and building, plus all of the, the tenants or customers or whoever it is. So there's a lot of coordination on that part. You have to deal with supplementing, dealing with the insurance company, managing the crews and the actual installation, and then staging the projects for the least invasive um, construction process possible. All right. So when you present and say, listen, I can do all of this for you. And it's important for you to share, Hey, I, I don't know. Have you had a claim in the past on your property? Have you had a, a big construction process? Because construction is one thing dealing with the construction process and the insurance company is a whole different animal. So when you describe and educate on them, that it's far more than just an insurance process, when it's far more than that, people are going to realize, okay, the construction was a pain in the butt in and of itself, but now you're going to add on the insurance process. So you educate, then you tell them how you can take care of it. I can help coordinate all the crews. I'm going to coordinate with your internal team and any of your customers or tenants for the least invasive process. I'm going to deal with the insurance company out of the gate. In fact, most, if not all commercial properties have not been assessed to the fullest extent possible, what they needed to be on the first go around. And that's simply because it's a massive project and they have one adjuster there. Okay. So we're going, to, we're going to handle all that for you. We're going to manage the crews and the installation, and we're going to stage it for everyone's safety to get the job done quickly with the least interruption, the least liability exposure for you. All right. So that is all for today's video. I want to um, reiterate how important it is for you to understand and think, how is the commercial business owner thinking differently than residential? All the concepts apply. The four stages of the claims process, how you present your value proposition, what makes you different. But the main thing that's going to win you business is educating them that it's not only a construction process, but it's construction plus dealing with insurance. And every, anyone who's dealt with construction, it's not easy. It's stressful. It's a, it's a headache. All right. So when you educate them and then you tell them what they're in for, and then you come in and explain how you're going to do this while saving them time, saving them money, reducing liability and keeping everyone safe, 
you have a much higher likelihood of winning the business. If you want to use my, my uh, marketing battle pack, um, grab a copy. Uh, I know there's some folks in here using it. Joshua says it's worth every penny. Rockford Siding and Windows and Roofing saying, buy it now, you won't regret it. Tara's using it, by the way. She says, I don't regret watching and learning. I have results because of my wise leader in these excellent training videos. And um, Joshua, commercial roofing challenge. I love that. I'll tell you what. Anyone who lands three commercial deals in the next week, call me, provide proof. You get an hour with me for free. I'm serious. By the way, this goes for as long as this video is up. Provide proof, three commercial sales in one week from applying this. I'll give you a free hour and uh, film it for you. We'll, we'll have some fun, I promise. Um, and Rockford uh, Siding and Windows and Roofing says, we're going back to look at four commercial buildings this week. Tara's our green bean. So Tara's the new hire. We talked on the phone and, and Tara's landing these commercial properties there. So um, guys, check it out. Check out the battle pack, all the new stuff in there. Again, it's affordable even for new reps. I back everything with a 100% money back guarantee. I take care of my people. Um, and anyone who's newer to the channel or better yet, even if you're seasoned in the channel and you've been here, download the Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Library. It's totally free, okay? Inside every single week, I'll be updating these this document, which is all my videos organized by category. So I got an email today saying, Adam, I'm having trouble. I have deals get stolen from me. How do I deal with it? Pointed over the contingency agreement. How do I deal with being motivated because I was doing great and then I ran into no soliciting signs and got my teeth kicked in. And that was leading into the goals and motivation section. So you can watch this all by category. And uh, final thing, if you liked the video today, give it a thumbs up. It lets me know that this stuff is helpful for you and I should do more like it. If you have any suggestions for future videos, drop a comment or email me personally, adam at roofstrategist.com. When you download the Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Training, I follow up with everyone personally, make sure you got it. Um, reply to any of those emails as well. And anyone that, that, that did join um, since, what was it? I think two weeks ago, we had an email snafu. Emails were going out. Many replies weren't being delivered. If I didn't reply to you, please let me know. I reply to every single email. So if you didn't get a reply, that means it got lost in this tech issue we had. And my apologies. I sent out an apology email to everyone that I think it might have happened with. So please let me know. Um, and last thing, just teaser on what's coming up. Sunday, I've got a video that I recorded with Ryan Davis from Fund My Deductible. And we're talking about how the new deductible laws are changing the game and giving you new skills and a new arsenal to overcome that objection and his resource, should you choose to use it, which I am not affiliated with, by the way, in any way, shape, or form, bringing these people on the channel because I think they can help you out. So check that out on Sunday. And then next Tuesday, I'm going to do a video on how to deal with no soliciting signs. Seems to be a hot topic. I got one request. I added it to my idea list. And then another and another. So we got to do it. So we're going to do a video on uh, dealing with no soliciting signs as well. So thank you for being here. Click thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already. And if you want to check out anything that I mentioned in today's video, just click expand and check out the description. You'll be able to download my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library entirely free. And check out the new updated and expanded marketing battle pack. Now 70 plus pages. Again, if you're an existing customer, check your inbox. You've got a new one waiting for you. Be well, everybody. Have a great weekend. Check out new videos Sunday. And I will see you next Tuesday for another Lunchtime Live. See ya. Hey, hey, thanks again for joining me for this week's episode of the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel. If you are out on a roof or driving around, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes. So click for all the links, the description, and 
If you have any questions, email me personally, adam at roofstrategist.com. Thanks again, and I will see you next Tuesday.